Thank you for listening to this selection from bradhambrick.com. Brad serves as pastor of counseling at the Summit Church in Durham, North Carolina, and is excited to produce resources that equip believers and resource churches to care well for one another in their community. We pray that this serves you well, and we hope that you'll consider utilizing other resources from bradhambrick.com for your personal growth and ministry endeavors. Last step, steward all of my life for the glory of God. You know, to steward something means to use it for God's intended purpose. And it's important to remember that what is being stewarded is your life, not merely the experience of overcoming sinful lust. To think otherwise would be to define yourself by your struggle. When we get to this point, one of the things that we want to emphasize is that a child of God should never be defined by his or her darkest sin. A child of God is defined by their Savior, by who they are in Christ. Um, Until we come to God by faith in Christ, we are defined by our every sin, not just our darkest sin. We're either running to our sin for life, like salt water. We're running from our sin, and our life is defined by sin in terms of fear and shame. Or we're running to God, And our life is defined by that relationship and the purity and joy that it brings. The majority of this chapter is you answering nine questions uh, that aren't related exclusively to this study, but are questions every one of us should be asking as we seek to steward our life. Am I willing to commit my life to whatever God asks of me? What roles have I been placed in by God and He wants me to serve Him? Again, things like husband, wife, spouse, parent, What are my spiritual gifts? For what people am I burdened? What am I passionate about? What talents has God blessed me with? What are my unique life experiences? Where do my talents, gifts, and passion match up with the needs of my church? And how would God have me bring these things together? Because again, we don't want to be satisfied with running from sin. We are running to God to advance His kingdom. Uh, Mark Lassar, he says, I use the word recovery less. And the word healing and transformation more. We don't go backward and recover. Rather, we go forward to heal and be transformed. I have come to believe the 12 steps do not emphasize enough the radical spiritual transformation that can only be achieved through a more intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. Again, hear the words of 1 Corinthians 6. Where it says, Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. And then he gives a long list of sins. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, he missed several other things, will inherit the kingdom of God. And then hear the verb tense. And such were some of you. You were no longer defined by that. He says you were washed. You were sanctified. You were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the Spirit of our God. You were changed. It's never wise to go back and flirt with those sins again. But that is not who you are. Again, as we get to this point, part of as we seek to steward our life, what we want to recognize is that sin is a parasite. And it lives off stolen resources of time, energy, and love that were intended for other purposes. 
As we rid our lives of this vile intruder, those resources upon which sin once indulged become available for God's design and our true enjoyment. Ultimately, stewardship is the pinnacle where purpose, worship, and joy meet. You know, several times in the course of this study, you'll be asked to go back and look at your full disclosure. I would ask you to go back and look at it one more time. But not at all with the lens of guilt or shame. Go back and look at it and see every resource of time, talent, ability, relationship that was once used for your destruction and for the permeation and advancement of Satan's kingdom and to realize every bit of that is now being redeemed and can be placed in the hands of God for your enjoyment and the advancement of His kingdom and celebrate that. We are reclaiming things for God's glory and our enjoyment. And that is what stewardship is all about. Mark Lassar says, Sex addicts must develop a vision. A vision is a clear idea of God's calling, plan, and purpose for one's life. I would say this is not rhetoric or a motivational speech. It is the reality that God invites you into. Come. As you leave your fantasy, come into this reality. Dare to take God at His word. Risk that He is forever more faithful than your sin was. Every promise that your sin made is yes in Christ. You were willing to take risk and be vulnerable for the sake of your sin. Take that same commodity that you already know how to do, that you have been doing for some time, and place it in the one, in the hands of the one who loves you and has only your good in mind. And one final thought from John Piper. He says, the fight of faith against lust is the fight to stay satisfied with God. And I end here because it would be much easier to end on the crescendo of what I just said. And it's exciting and we want to do that. And yes, I'm going to go out here and take on hell with a water pistol. But what does that look like? It looks like the perpetual battle to stay satisfied with God. To recognize He is more satisfying than anything that sin offers. He is the only one who keeps His promises. And we do that through constant communication with Him. With love Himself, making ourselves known in the kind of real vulnerability that we hope to share with other people. And so as we close, I would like us to do in prayer, closing in the very way that we would need to leave um, if we're ever going to have victory in this area. God, we come to You. We come to You so grateful that we can acknowledge our weakness. We are weak. And we don't have to whisper it and we don't have to hide it. We need you. We need you far more than we need sex. We could have sex and life be miserable. But we could never have you and life be anything close to miserable. Lord, impress this truth upon us. Don't let us let go of it. Lord, let us be for one another what you call us to be. Don't let this seminar 
be the voice of one person standing in a room full of people talking to a myriad of faces. Lord, let this seminar be the beginning of many conversations between people that build the kind of relationships that fortify us into the people that you have called us to be. Lord, we love you. We thank you for the cross that saves us. We thank you for the church in which you incubate us and bring us to yourself. It's in your name we pray. Amen.